That is hardcore. This is hardcore shit. For me, it's harder and harder to resist. Hardcore horror with Mike and Bridget. Hey, everybody, this is Mike. And I have Bridget with me. We're doing hardcore horror over here. Hey, what's going hey, on? Hey, what's up, Mike? How are you? What's up, home girl? How's it going? Uh, we, we just <laughs> we just got through with Halloween. Uh, all that fun stuff is over. And now we're into the cold months of November. Uh, what what's going on with you? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Halloween is three hundred and sixty five days out of the year in my house. Yes, I know. So, it's just not recognized by the rest of the world. You I mean, know? they've put, they put it aside. <laughs> <laughs> they've put it aside. They don't want to hear about it anymore. Oh, but until next October. So it's it's hard. That's actually that's actually like um my my Wi-Fi. Everybody's like, oh, this is yours. It's hard three sixty five. I was like, you know it, but so actual October thirty first is like a crazy crazy thing in my house. Yeah, we had a blast on Halloween. It's the first time ever. Every year I go a little bit extra. I will tell you, this is the first time that I actually had trick or treaters. A bunch of them walked right on past my house. That I, and I heard one say, "Hell no, I'm not walking over there." <laughs> I mean, like we go super extra. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. If you can scare them, that's good. Um, yes, that's my goal is to scare every damn body. Uh-huh. And, you know, but, you know, what? I've always been a huge horror fan, obviously. I remember years and years ago, before I started getting into acting and costumes and things, I was like, I want to be scary for you know, for Halloween. I said almost said Christmas. That's funny. I had Christmas on the brain. I'll be scary for Christmas, too. But I remember... Um, a lady told me we're going to um, a Halloween party and I was like, I want to be scary. And she's like, sweetheart, you are so pretty. Like you could never be scary. Shit. I fooled her ass. I fooled her ass. I was like, it don't matter what you look like. If you put enough into it, you can definitely be scary for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Love Very it. cool. Very cool. All right. So we have a guest tonight. Who do we have? Um, so we're talking to Drake Dyer tonight. Um, he is a Nashville native from Hendersonville, which is right inside Nashville. He's 17 years old. He wrote his first novel, which is it's a horror book um, full of horror shorts. So I'm super excited to talk to him. Very cool. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Before we get into what we've been watching, I wanted to talk a little bit about <clears throat> a little thing called censorship. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about um, we, well, we've talked about like band movies and stuff before. You know, we obviously we talk about a lot of those movies because those are some of the movies that we we like and <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we're not you, weird or anything. Just no, but you know, I wanted to address a little bit about the topic of censorship and just kind of what your thoughts were uh, with that. Uh, I think I know what your thoughts are, but um, just kind of reiterate because I think a lot of people don't realize how often things get censored and you don't really know it um you know when it comes to band stuff you'll know it right like y'all you can't watch that movie <laughs> you know that's a pretty given thing which is going to make you want to watch it more more than likely um but as far as censorship goes they do a lot of these things very quietly oh know? for sure for sure that's, there's there's uh, a lot of movies out there where martyrs is a good example like there is um i know they've done this remake that was so shitty that i couldn't even watch it all the way through but right. i made sure that i got the unrated version because they'll take little snippets 
and edit them out. And that happens all the time in films, but a lot of people right. don't realize it. Right, right. And and it's it's it, to me like that, you know, I went through a period about three, three and a half years ago where I kind of was going all digital. I was like, I'm just going to like get movies digitally and like kind of, and, uh, but Shame now, on I, you, Mike. Well, well, it was it was just a period. It was a little period. It was a little period where I thought this may be the way to do it, but I quickly changed my tune about the whole situation because, especially because of all of the censoring that goes on, um, like there's just uh, so much. Um, there's like um, Final Destination apparently on Netflix that has just little scenes, little you know, few seconds cut out here and there. Um, and like you don't know it. Nobody's there's no press conference about it. Nobody knows. Yeah, you know, it's like unless you know you're looking for it, you probably won't even know that. Uh, I can remember even Scream. Um, I used to have the, the VHS copy of Scream, and it was I guess the first press of it or whatever. Um, and I wish I still had that because that movie. Now that it's, now that I have it on other um, discs and stuff uh, and digital, um, it does it. It's cut just a little bit and it's i'll tell you there's like a couple little scenes but one of the main ones is the the gore on drew barrymore Mm -hmm. spoiler alert um um, (laughs) the 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 gore is cut just a little bit just a little bit now it's not much it's very brief but 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 when you buy the movie it doesn't say the cut version the abridged version you know what i mean it doesn't say that stuff you don't know any of this stuff and i've never even heard anything about it other than i know I remember what it looked like back in the day. So there's yeah. all these things that happen. I mean, and some of the, some of the censorship happens by the creators themselves. You know, the creators of the Simpsons, they pulled that Michael Jackson episode uh, a while back when that documentary came out and stuff, they did it themselves, but still like there's, there's all these different forms of censorship that happens all the time. I was just reading an article um, recently. This is not about movies, but it's about uh, music. Uh, Patty Smith has a song called rock and roll inward. Um, and this is an old, old song. It's been, it's been around for a, a long time. Um, other artists have, have, uh, remade it and stuff. Marilyn Manson did a version of it and all that, but, uh, yeah, and it was on the natural and killers soundtrack and everything. But anyway, I, I read an article that says that it was quietly quite removed from streaming services and I can't get any answers as to why, um, you know, I mean, I mean, other than the obvious, we, but it's like, they just kind of did it and they're not really, and I can only find one. And it's kind of weird because I saw this article uh, a few days ago. That I just did a quick Google search about it and I didn't find anything in English about it. Oh shit. And this is okay. You're in your, are you still talking about the Patty Smith song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rock, I couldn't find rock and roll. What in, in, inward. Uh, yeah. That's I could, what the song's called. Okay. Yes. That's, that's, even, yeah. I've never even heard of it. Okay. Well, well, Merlin Manson did a version of it. Um, it smells like children album, um, which is where I know what mostly really to be honest, but, and I'm not really defending the song. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's not like one of my favorite songs or anything at all, but uh, I just think that, you know, like they, they do this stuff very quietly, you know, and it, it is very, uh, concerning, you know, um, because it's like, you know, I mean, okay, so they take it out because of the N-word, but, but I mean, well, The Shining has that word in it. Are they going to take that out of the movie? You know what I mean? Like, it, these things can progress real quickly, you know? So there there definitely is uh, a fear there, I think. Because I, I feel like, you know, back in the 90s, we kind of fought for, and at, well, well, we'll go way before that. I mean, 70s, obviously, Lenny Bruce, George Carlin, these people fought for it. These guys went to jail so you could say what you wanted to and kind of have artistic freedom. 
and freedom of speech and stuff. And um, it's kind of scary that some of this stuff is just sort of being. No, it's so extremely scary. Um, yeah. The reality we live in that everyone is so scared because they're going to offend someone. I'm like, mm-hmm. the, and we're talking about movie. If we're talking about movies, it's a fucking horror movie. Of course, you're going to fucking offend someone. But um, I'm like, everybody, everyone is so scared they're going to offend someone. But I'm like, I hate that. I absolutely hate it. Uh, in the scream thing, I wonder what the purpose of that was. I mean, because the movie is, I mean, the movie's gory. The movie is gory, and, and you know I don't even know because I'm all, almost certain that even that VHS copy was still the rated R version. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm certain it was, and there's never been an unrated version that was released, so I don't know what the reason was. So, but you know what I mean? It's so subtle, yet they don't tell you that, <laughs> you know. And so there's there's tons of movies, I'm sure, and that's why. And you know, Disney does it like crazy all the time. Um, so for me, like physical copies is definitely the way to go. Really, I mean, it's good to have a digital copy of things, but physical copies you know obviously you have the old version it's going to stay and um yeah that stuff is a little frightening yeah i'm i'm kind of and i'm like you too like i'm old school that i'd much rather have like the like a hard copy like i am a movie collector back in back probably maybe four years ago i did mostly streaming but once you start collecting the actual movie, you there's a lot of things. The, the edited scenes, that's one, the censorship. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You have behind the scenes, deleted scenes. Yeah. Um, there's so much extra. So I really push for people to buy hard copies um, instead of streaming because you get so much more um, out of it. And but um, while I'm sitting here having this conversation, I'm sitting here going, okay, what are other movies that things were taken out of that were cut? Can you rattle any off? Um, what about um, Cannibal Holocaust? Well, I mean, I've seen, obviously, I've seen a few different. I've seen a few different versions of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, You're big like, movies like that. Too obvious. <laughs> yeah, big movies like that. You know, I mean, especially when you see something that says uncut, then obviously there was a cut version at some point, right? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like I told you, that Possession, that movie, um, that from the 80s you know that movie was heavily cut and transformed for the U.S. for some reason, but banned in other countries. Very. You know, I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was banned in countries for years, you know. So, uh, but as far as like cut, you know, I mean, who who's to say? I mean, there's probably tons of stuff, especially streaming wise, you know, because they can just, you know, at their will, at their leisure, just fucking uh, cut things out, not tell you. You won't know the difference, really, unless you really know that movie, you know. Yeah, like you uh, point yeah. out Scream, I guarantee mm-hmm. the average person would have never even figured that out. Never. Right. Figured. Right. No, it wasn't just, it was just the fact that I'd seen it so many times and I had the VHS copy for so long before I, I, I got, um, like a DVD version, Blu-ray and stuff like that. So I, I did, but yeah, but then when I was watching it later on, I remember it. So yeah, I mean, those things like that can happen I'm, and there's tons. I'm, I'm sure there are. I mean, uh, Netflix, like I said, with the final destination thing. And so I'm assuming they do it with a lot of stuff. I know Disney does it with, all kinds of movies. I mean, they're constantly doing things like that. Um, yeah. Well, that's Disney. So and that's Disney. But you know, again, though, if you like the Disney movies, you know, you should have them in hard copy. I guess. Do you I mean. like Disney movies, Mike? <laughs> uh, I mean, I like Nightmare Before Christmas. I like Hocus Pocus. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a few of them. Yeah, sure. I like uh, 
what was that? Frank and Weenie. Yeah, there you go. Dark, oh, dark Frank and, oh, yeah. For oh, Return to Oz. I love Return to Oz. There you go. Um, I didn't know yeah. it was a Disney movie, so okay. Yeah, I, at least they own the rights. So, I mean, that's a dark, dark movie. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what have you been watching this week? Anything good? Uh, yes. Um, okay. I've had been pretty busy. Well, okay, so at Halloween, okay, I watch horror all the time. Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot, but just a few of them that I'm going to throw out there. Um, Halloween, Halloween night, I think we watched Trick or Treat. We had a friend okay. over that had never seen it. I was like, you've never seen Trick or Treat? Not, and it wasn't. Not well. We did watch the original or the 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 new version, like the horror the horror one with Anna Paquin. Did you know there's another tr- a movie called Trick or Treat that's a horror movie? <laughs> and it's about, about the one with Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh of course. my I've, god! I've seen it. <laughs> I didn't even know that was even a thing. Oh yeah. And I mean, I can't say that I hated it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's the second time I've seen it, but um, mm. did watch that. I did a rewatch of a short. So we have a, we have a friend that's like, Oh, I love horror movies. And I'm going to go to Bridget's house and watch horror movies. I was like, and he's always like, Oh, I, you know, I can watch anything. And so, um, I just got a new job. I'm so I was celebrating and I went and bought desserts and all kinds of fun stuff. And we were going to celebrate. And he's like, let's watch a horror movie. I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me push your buttons a little bit. Let me see. Let me just kind of see. So mm-hmm. I had him watch um, Aftermath, nineteen ninety four. Tracy had never seen it either. They yeah. were both in there. I was laughing. I was like, "Wait, it's gonna get good." Wait, wait, wait. And they're like, "What the <laughs> fuck? Where did you watch this? Yeah, I can't believe. Oh my god. Oh my god." And I was just <laughs> laughing. I thought it was um, the greatest thing ever. Um, nice. And then we we've talked about this one already. I watched um, Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's okay. I think we, we might have talked a little bit about it. How the first half is like the first half really kept me on the edge of my seat, and I was like really intense. I was like, "Oh shit, what's gonna happen?" And then the second half kind of turned almost comical a little. Yeah, uh, I, don't I really, I, I really did enjoy the first half. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> to me, like. The first half was original. Like I feel like it really played well, uh, you know, as far as like subverting your your expectations. But then when he gets to some of the other stuff, I feel like it was just box checking, you know. And uh, if I if I'm conscious of that, if I can see it on the screen, I don't like it, um, you know. Um, and again, you know, playing again with the Harvey Weinstein sort of um, storyline there, you know, and and. and cancel culture and, and all that um yeah i mean it, it was still it was still a pretty good movie i still think overall it's a good movie but uh i, I do i thought it was good at the end trish was like that movie sucked it was terrible i was like well i didn't think it was that but he hated the yeah. ending of it he hated yeah. the ending of it but the the second half like, man i i was trying to i was trying to get i was trying to give him a little credit i was like well the first half was so damn intense and they kind of made it a little comical is that to kind of um not stress the viewer out <laughs> i don't know for me yeah. i don't care but it it did it turn from like oh my god what's gonna happen it's crazy to uh okay but yeah. anyways um so watch that movie um i saw um have you seen the movie suck yeah, sure. The, with, um, Alice with like Cooper, <laughs> Cooper, Henry Rollins, and all those. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I'd never seen that one before. I love all the little references they have in there. I wonder if you caught on to this. I didn't catch on this. It was brought to my attention by Tracy. I'm the movie person. He's the music person. So Mm. if you notice, um, there's a Bruce Springsteen reference in the movie from Born in the USA. Did you notice that? I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I can't recall anything like that, but... Uh, I might yeah. have at the time, I, but yeah, nothing, nothing comes to mind right now. Though. Oh, okay. So there's a, they put a lot of music references in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was one. Another one was they did a lot of references to, you know, the Beatles, the Abbey Road. Sure. I don't know if you recognize that or not. And then Iggy Pop was in the movie. So there was a lot of music yeah. references, which was a little mm-hmm. different. And then Alice Cooper's in the movie. So there's a lot of music references and i thought it was cool um i also watched mr harrison's phone have you seen that one i did see it yes what'd you think it was pretty good Mm. i was bored to fucking death really yes i was like it's gonna get good it's gonna pick up it's gonna get good i to me it was a total slow burn i think it had a lot of potential but i it was too slow for me i think the ending for sure wasn't as satisfactory as probably could have been but it was okay. I mean, I wasn't, maybe I wasn't expecting that much from it. I don't know. <laughs> to be I think I was, that's the problem is you go in with these expectations. So mm-hmm. anyways, it's, I would probably never watch it again. I probably wouldn't either. I probably yeah. wouldn't either, but I, I, I wasn't like turned off about it, but yeah, I wasn't like, Oh my God, this is amazing. But I thought it was okay. Well, I'll tell you what the major what I've been spending the majority of the time watching um is don't hug me i'm scared what's that i wondered if i knew what it was don't hug me i'm scared it's um it's like a musical horror comedy um it's crazy because my my kiddo introduced me to it first time all right first they got so popular they come out with a series you can watch it on youtube don't Mm -hmm. hug me i'm scared First time I'm watching it, I'm like, it looks like I, I was like, what the hell? She got me watching it. Like, it looks like the Muppets and the bet, mm-hmm. you know, the set, the, the set looks like Pee Wee's Playhouse to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden shit just gets twisted and fucked up. And it, it's almost like a fucked up version of the Muppets, what you're watching. But oh. it's, it's pretty good. It's good enough for a watch the entire... I mean, I think there's only six episodes of the series, but they, they start off with a film. So check, check it out. It's definitely worth a watch. It's You're sitting there going, what am I watching? What am I... What, what, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, it's like a flip of a switch. It just turns pretty dark and... It's, it's a musical horror comedy. It's, it was created by Becky Sloan, jo- um, Becky Sloan and Joseph Pelling. Joseph Pelling is actually one of the characters, but it's pretty out there. I, it's definitely worth a mention. Um, a lot of people I haven't heard of it. Super underrated, but I would my, my like again. My kiddo introduced me to it, but it's it's dark enough <laughs> that I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, yeah. awesome. but yeah, so we watched the we watched the entire series, and of course, uh, I've been. Um, reading a book called 4:46 p.m and we're going to be talking to the author later on tonight but we can talk about that later but so what about you i mean what have you been watching anything good uh well actually i have i have a little bit of a list i haven't watched as much as i normally uh, do and even even as what i've been watching it hasn't all been horror i took a little bit of a horror break i kind of got overdosed on horror with halloween the, the whole month of october and everything i had to watch 
uh, trying to keep up. Um, so I, I watched a few other little things uh, that weren't horror, like Twister and Memento and stuff like that. Rewatches of those. But uh, I watched uh, Run, Sweetheart, Run. Uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about this before. Uh, and this is a movie that started out really good. And I really was enjoying it. And <clears throat> so it's this girl who is being chased, like, and just chased by this demon who can track her with her blood. And she's on her period. Okay. <laughs> so she can track her with her, with, he's tracking her. And he's a demon or he's a monster. He really doesn't say exactly. I don't think it really says exactly what he is. Anyway, it was, it was getting really good. But then they re- then they revealed the reason why he was doing it, and I was just like, "Oh God, so dumb, <laughs> so stupid." I mean, I, I I was just repulsed by it. To be honest, that 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 part. I mean, the movie itself is good, good, but it's like the reason that he's chasing these her and girls. Oh my God, I was a snuggy now. And that's the worst, too, because you're like, oh, it has the potential to be good. And you're, it's almost like, bam, 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 bam. yeah, yeah. If they left the politics out of it, it would have been a really enjoyable movie, I think. But, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I did watch Trick or Treat, the, the newer one. Uh, at some point, I can't even remember. It was for Halloween, though. Uh, but on Halloween night, I watched The Midnight Hour. Have you ever seen this movie? I don't think so. Uh, I try to watch this every year. I used, I watched this when I was a kid. This came on one of the big stations, NBC, ABC, something like that. Um, it's just about these, um, the dead that start coming back to life. But it's not, it's not, they're not really zombies. I mean, kind of maybe, but not really like a zombie movie. Um, but it's pretty cool. Um, I, I only found it on YouTube, but um, yeah, it's, 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 again, I have a fondness for it because I watched it when I was a kid, you know? But and it's because it's the ones that are made for TV, those older, older mm-hmm. movies that are made for TV. I, I love them. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, they're, I, they're not really extreme, but I don't know what it is. I'm like, oh my God, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, this one came out in 85. So uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, I did a lot of rewatches, um, Black Christmas, because uh, I love Black Christmas. Original um, or the. Remake? Uh, <laughs> Well, of course it's the, well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I love the original movie. Um, and actually I like the second, if you would call it a remake, but it's hard to really actually call that one a remake because Bob Clark did produce that movie. He's the director of the original and, and I, and going and listening to his uh, commentaries about the original, he had an idea for a sequel. And really that's kind of what black Christmas, the second one is. Now that third one is a hot piece of trash, and I hate it terribly. All right, shit. Wait. Oh wait. Are you talking about like the one that just came out like three years, three or four years? Yeah, ago? yeah. I hate. I that haven't. One. I haven't even seen that one just because yeah. I. I had that. I had the idea going. Out. I was like, and eh, I'm not even gonna. Yeah, but the first, but the first one is is great, and the, even this, even the remake, I, the second one, I guess you would say, the middle one uh, is pretty fun. It's not. It's definitely not as good as the first one, but it's pretty fun. But. The, but the first one is, you know, classic. Um, the Wicker Man, rewatch of that. Hellions, we want rewatch of that movie. Uh, Maniac, rewatch of that. The um, original or the no, re- no, the remake. As I love the remake better. Um, I, 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 um, it's funny. That's one of the few movies that I can actually say I loved the remake. I love the original. 
But I absolutely love the remake yeah, of that. I mean, love how he did in his point of view, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like the original, but man, I, I tell you that that remake is good. It's done well. Yeah. Uh, up next was a movie called Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bloody Muscle Builder. Bodybuilder in Hell. Okay. Uh, I never even heard of it. Okay. Uh, well, it's, it's a Japanese uh, horror movie. It came out in 1995. And they call this the, the Japanese version of Evil Dead. And it really is that. Uh, pretty short film. Real, just, 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 just over an hour. But I mean, it really is. I mean, it, it's complete homage to Evil Dead. I mean, that's just it. It yep. even says, come get some. I mean, it, but uh, yeah, um, possess demons. I mean, they use the 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 sort of animation and the claymation stuff in this as well and he has some of the same looks as ash it's very much you know of course you know, came out many many years before but um yeah this was very much an homage to that which i mean it was it was i mean enough gore and stuff to keep you uh entertained okay um <clears throat> up next i watched some movies that weren't really horror but they're horror adjacent uh and it was called don't worry darling uh, you heard about this movie? I don't know this one. It came out recently. It's it's only really popular because of all this controversy that's going on behind the scenes. I think, <clears throat> but um, anyway, it's it's very much a Stepford Wife sort of sort of movie without giving everything away. Spoiler alert! Uh, okay, sort of sort of like that, which got me prompted me to watch the Stepford Wife movies, both of them. I watched the original and the one with Nicole Kidman. Have you seen those movies? I. No, I think I started watching them because I kind of like, sometimes I like to watch the, you know, the psycho thriller, killer mm-hmm. type of movies, but, yeah. but, but, but I never actually got around to watching it though. Yeah. Well, the kid, not, Nicole Kidman version is more like a comedy, really. I mean, it really okay. is very lighthearted, but the older one, the one that came out in 1975, that one, I would say, is more of a horror movie. I mean, it's, it doesn't... I mean, there's no jump scares. Just, it doesn't play like a horror movie, but psychological horror, I would say. I mean, it, it takes a long time developing the char- characters. It's definitely a slow burn. Uh, and there really... There's not a lot of action or anything to it. It's a very subtle movie. Very subtle movie. But it, it has a dark ending. The, the, man, the 70s were dark, weren't they? <laughs> it, is, it is. It is. It's, it's funny. It's like... Um, it's crazy because it start, kind of starts in the seventies and the eighties, and you just get on the slasher films. But damn, like back uh, in the seventies, you're like, what? what uh, is, yeah, what are they yeah. Thinking, you know, <laughs> stuff stuff got dark sometimes. I, I like it though. I like. I it. do too. I do too. Yeah. Um, next was Anna Elise, The Exorcist tapes. Yeah, yeah typical Exorcist movie. Okay. Uh, um, next was a movie called Hex. This is just about these uh, people who jump. Who skydive and they were trying to perform this sick. I don't know. He wasn't that great. <laughs> uh, okay. Up next was "Don't Fuck in the Woods" part two. Oh, oh, oh! There's a part one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You so say you haven't seen those movies? No. <laughs> it sounds like to me. I'm like, oh god, don't fucking what sounds like one of the campy like. 80s slasher films to me when I'm mm-hmm. picturing in my brain. Am I even close at all? Uh, it's not really a sl- well. I mean, kind of, but it's not about. It's about aliens. Um, um, so this guy, okay. this guy Sean um, Burkett, he, I think he's from Ohio. He, yeah, uh, the, I remember watching the first one when it came out. I wasn't terribly impressed with the first one. I don't think you know, 
Um, this one I enjoyed more. I think this one was better overall. I Do you like, have to see the first one to understand the second one? Is it one of no, those? No, oh. no, you don't. I mean, there is. I mean, actually, even in the credits and the opening credits, it tells it shows a lot of the first one, so you can kind of kind of get a little bit of a rehash of it if you haven't if you had seen it, and if you haven't, it'd probably just fill you in on some of the blanks. No, you don't really have to. I mean, uh, there is one returning character, but it doesn't matter. I mean, to be honest, um, no. But this does have some some people that I you know I've seen before many times. Kaylee Williams is in. Or she's in one of my movies. Either. She's a Chicago native. Uh, Jason Crow, uh, he's a Kentucky uh, actor. He's in it. So, and the, overall, I'd say that the acting is is very good for the most part. It's a little bit uneven. I mean, there are a few greener actors than than the others. Some are more seasoned. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot of boobs. There's a lot of blood. There's a little bit of gore. Uh, there's some CGI that's not you know not that great, but. Uh, Overall, I had a pretty pretty good time. There were a few scenes that were cringeworthy. I cannot uh, say that there weren't, but overall, I I I, I liked it better than the first one. I think, you know, from what okay. I can remember. Okay. Um, other than that, I, I really didn't have watched a lot of stuff. I didn't really watch anything in the hardcore uh, horror. The only hardcore movie I watched is Caligula. Um, I don't even know how to spell that. <laughs> Caligula, uh, C A L I G U L A. Oh my gosh! Somebody, um, I think somebody messaged me on Horror Amino one time recommending this movie, and I, I watched the trailer. I haven't got around to seeing it yet, but I've heard it's pretty extreme. Yeah, I mean it's extreme. I mean, sure. Um, you know, it's kind of like a you know uh, the Holy Mountain in, in regards that you know. I mean, it's not a horror movie, but there's definitely some gore and blood and decapitate. Spoiler alert: decapitation. They cut this one guy's dick off and feed it to dogs. I mean, yeah, there's that, but you know. Uh, yeah, well, how many times do you think that same scene has been played in movies? <laughs> um, quite a few, but this one came out in '79, so. Oh, uh, so they might have been the first, you know. Right? One of the, possibly, possibly. Uh, there's a Next lot of movie. If you ever cut a dick off in a movie, Mike, <laughs> can you think of something a little bit more creative than feeding it to dogs? I'll try to. I'll feed it to a cat. Um, <laughs> okay, that's great. So, but uh, so this movie, um, there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of orgies. There's a lot of unsimulated sex in this movie like like it's basically half porn right okay. um, yeah malcolm mcdowell is in it and helen mirren is in it um, okay so uh peter o'toole is in it so there's some bigger stars in this movie was this, the, was this the first time you watched this movie this was the first time i watched this movie oh i'm, yes. su I'm surprised because it's been on my list for god for a while now because someone so, recommended it but it's oh. those that i one, one, I, one, at one point I tried to stream it and I was unable to find it. So, so it's out there now. So mm -hmm. yeah, and believe it or not. Yeah. I actually had the VHS copy, uh, for years and never watched it. And I just happened to come across an, uh, uncensored, uncut version of the DVD. And I decided to, to uh, get it and watch it. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty interesting movie. I, I don't know. I, I can't, it's, it is what it is. I mean, all I can say is watch it, but yeah, unless if you're not into watching unsimulated sex and some wild and crazy uh, decadence, then maybe this one might not be for you. But yeah. Would you, and, and just overall, would you just recommend it or no? To you? 
Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm not your average person, am I? <laughs> I, I, would, I would say for you, yeah, give it a watch. But okay. As far as the average person, no, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I mean. I'm like, yeah, you recommend it to me. <laughs> I think if people listen to our podcast, they're probably not the average Joe. I'm just saying. uh, Yeah, but, you know, I mean, like, again, it's not horror, really. I mean, there are some horror aspects in it, but it's not a horror movie. But, you know, it it's just a drama. It's dramatization of Caesar and and, uh, uh, the reign of Caligula. And and it's uh, it's pretty wild, though. It's a pretty wild movie. Yeah. Cool. Uh, That's about it, though. That's about all I got. Okay. All right. Awesome. I know it's been, I know it's been crazy last couple of weeks with Halloween and everything. So, All right. so are you ready to uh, bring in our guest? Uh, yeah, let's bring him on. I'm super All excited right. about it. All right. Very cool. Let's talk to him. So tonight we have Drake Dyer on with us. What's up, Drake? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. Hey, so Drake is uh, a native of Hendersonville, Tennessee. He has wrote his first book. It's um, 4.46 p.m. is the name of the book. Um, it's a collection of short stories, um, horror stories, if you didn't figure that out already. So we're going to talk a little bit about your book because um, I've actually been reading it this week, Drake. It's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. That was my goal. Yeah, it was pretty good. My first thought, I will tell you my first thought, and it makes me wonder how many times you've heard this. My first thought is, oh my gosh, this come from a 17-year-old? Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, some it's pretty the it's pretty graphic there, <laughs> but it's it's really good. I haven't finished it though. Um I just finished um so the book is called 4:46 p.m. and you have how many is it 17 or am I just making that number it's, up? It's uh, 14 short stories. 14. So I just I'm about halfway finished. I just finished um 4:46 p.m. That's actually the name of one of the shorts in there. So, um, so this is your first book. Like what, what inspired you to start writing? Um, I think I remember back in 2015, I read my first Stephen King book. It was Christine. And honestly, I just loved it from start to finish. And I really just wanted to see if I could maybe try and do something like that, like write and just see how, how it went. And so from 2015 to 2021, I spent the better part of like writing, poems short stories anything that i could really just think of and then uh 2022 came along and i had like a good collection of short stories and i was like i really want to try and publish this yeah um, i found uh amazon um kindle direct publishing and i thought that was super sweet and um i published in yeah awesome and if from what i understand from what i understand you didn't have any help from your parents like they're like hey if you're gonna do this you do it so you pretty much you know put the whole entire thing together yourself right right with being respectful of them because they're they've been more than supportive but throughout the whole publishing process yes i pretty much had to figure it out by myself well that's that's smart that's a good a good learning experience absolutely Um, but yeah parents are super supportive um it's actually how i found you is from from your mom it's her recommendation (laughs) to bring you on so um super excited about that um very cool well drake before you read christine did you were you into horror before then or was that just like your first foray foray into the the genre Uh, i remember my mom and my dad both talked about stephen king movies 
And they mm-hmm. said that he wrote books and I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And then they like, tell me some of the, like the synopsis of the movies. And um, I remember my fifth grade English class had a Stephen King book and I like kind of looked at it. And then I went to the bookstore and I saw one and I saw Christine and I was like, wow, that looks really cool. And I read the back and I was like, that sounds really interesting. And then I read it and I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Have you, now have you seen the movie, Christine? I have seen the movie. And so what, what's your take on that? Like, um, I've never read a Stephen King book. I've seen a ton of the movies. I was just wondering like what your feedback was, you know, the book versus the movie. Well, there are obvious connections. Like you, you know, that a book isn't going to be like exactly the same in the movie, but honestly, right. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Like they captured the, the feel and like the, the characters. Well, and I thought, I thought it was really good. Okay. All right. Awesome. Any, and now do you, um, so you also like watching movies too, not just reading books then. Yes. I love watching movies. Um, what's your, what's your go-to? What's your go-to? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I love the shining. The shining is one of my comfort movies. Yeah. Really? Um, awesome. I love, my, I think my favorite movie is probably Dr. Strangelove. Um, yeah. it's a great movie. Uh, I also yeah. love, I love Casablanca. I actually just watched that last night. Super great movie. Yeah. And so you um, like the uh, you like the older stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've tried to. I just want to. I just kind of branching out and see kind of what, what I'm into. And I love the classics more than anything. Yeah, those are the man can't go wrong with some classics for sure. So yeah, you're naming off some older ones. Um, that's I think that's that's really cool because you know um, a lot of a lot of kids your age are not really into the classic yeah. classic movies. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and have you ever have you ever thought like so you wrote this book have you ever thought about maybe um putting it in the film have you ever thought about that that thought has crossed my mind several times um i I really it'd be so such a different world because i know like books and movies are like they quote unquote kind of similar because it's like a screenplay and that's like written but i feel like it's so odd and i mean i'd be super up to like filming is one of them but but I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to start doing something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, it'd be something definitely something to check into. Absolutely. You, have you already started working on? I know you said that you wanted to write more. Have you started on anything? Yeah. So um, I'm about two thirds of the way into my new novel, and I'm okay. hoping to publish. Uh, hopefully, in the middle of January is when I hope to publish. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. And oh, for for listeners out there, you can find four forty six PM on Amazon. Amazon fifteen ninety nine, right? That's correct. Yeah, it's good. Good. It's good. It's funny. Like I haven't read a book in so long. It's I'm I'm super ADHD. It's very hard for me to read a book, but um, it's it's I have been able to sit down and read some of this, and it's crazy. The pages are so thick. Like the book is nicely. I mean, it's nicely made. Too. I know. I noticed that first whenever I got my my proof copy, and then I got the real book, and I was like, wow, that is it's really thick. It is thick. Okay, it's not just me. I was no, like, no. I kept thinking no, I, that I was I, like, am I, I skipping a page? That. I was like, damn, this is like nicely made book. No, no one else noticed that. But I, I was like, that is this kind of heavy and kind of thick. Yeah, that's so. Cr- of course, I would notice that. I'm like the weirdo over here. <laughs> are there um so uh, fourteen shorts? Are there any? Do you have a favorite? Do you love them all equally? Does any of them have like sentimental value to you or anything? Well, I think sentimental value goes. I think four forty six p.m. That's when I finished that story, I had like a epiphany. I was like, man, that actually like turned out really good. I, maybe I could like write more and maybe you could like, maybe I could like, actually publish something. 
So that one is definitely has sentimental value. But I think my favorite is probably I Swear by All Flowers. That is, it's the longest in the book. It's 97 pages, I think. But um, it's about this woman who has chromophobia, which is the fear of colors. And she lives in, well, I don't want to spoil it, but I'll give you like a brief synopsis. But um, she lives in like this all white house. And um, the main character, his name is uh, Joe. He's a psychiatrist and he's basically trying to cure her. Because like her her case is so extreme, like he's never seen anything like it before. So yeah. Okay, so I haven't got to that one yet. Like I said, just yeah. just finished four forty six p.m. After reading that, I was thinking, oh my god, oh my god, that's so miserable. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the yeah. first thought that come across my mind. Like holy shit. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's so good. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, like, I love it how you did some name drops in there. Um, I was one. I can't even tell you what story it is. You probably know off the top of your head, but <laughs> I love it. That was something on like Harlow Road, and yeah, Harlow yeah. Road and Concord Road. I was like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it how you just kind of threw those in there. Um, yeah. I talked about Harlow so much um, on the podcast, so. <laughs> Um, one of the owners of um, Harlow is Drake's mom, who is also my color hair specialist. My hair is a big thing. Your mom is like not even a beautician. She's like a magician. So kudos to her. I think that's cool that you did that. Yeah. There's probably a lot of other things in there. Like the name, some of your names are different. Do you, are these like, do you have friends that you name characters after or do you um, randomly make up names? So I think, uh, what is it? Uh, different Breed of Evil. So the main character's name is Giles Warstricker. So I looked up the top 10 most uncommon names, and the name Giles was on there. And I thought that was really interesting. I was like, that's a very interesting name. And then I just kind of mush. I take like pieces of names, like suffixes like son or man or field or something like that. And I just like put like two suffixes, to- suffixes together and just kind of see what I can create name-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's pr- pretty smart. There's, <laughs> I read, um, and I could be pronouncing it wrong. It's meow backwards. Yeah, um, um, And you know, I was like, I don't even know what the hell that is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, you're not. You're not the first one. <laughs> okay, I totally went and googled it. It is a word. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know it was a word. I just kind of thought about meow backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's totally a word. Um. And I thought that was going to be, it took me a minute and, you know, until you start reading, you're like, oh shit, it's meow backwards. Yeah. Um, but um, it's a worm, like a grub worm. That's what, that's the actual definition of it. Oh, but even sorry. though that has nothing to do with the book <laughs> at all. Excuse me. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's your fun fact for the night. And I was reading it aloud. And every time I'd read that, I'd be like, oh, like I tried to do like the kitty cat sound. I'd be like, meow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to, pre- yeah, I was trying to picture it in my head. I was like, what would that sound like? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty, it's, that was pretty smart. Like it took yeah. me to figure it out. So Mike, if you ever read the book, um, it's basically, it's meow backwards. Ah, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. I thought that really was pretty cool. creative. Yeah. Awesome. So, so Drake, what's your writing process? How do you uh, have the self discipline to like, just with all the things that are going on in the world and everybody's so crazy and busy and everything, how do you get, yourself down disciplined enough to just write this stuff out yeah so i i I have i have two jobs and i also have school so it makes it kind of hard during the day either do it in the morning or at night to like write so i usually try and schedule things out and have like a good routine so i try and write between 
a thousand to twelve hundred words a day in anything like a new a project or whatever. But um, I try and be consistent because I know that if I fall out of routine, then I'm just gonna not have the um, willpower to do it again. So I really try and stick with like twelve hundred words a day, which I usually uh, I usually hit that goal. Yeah, I was going to say two jobs going to school. I'm like, when do you even have time to even think like while you're driving or. um, And I sometimes I do it during school, too. Like I have um, a free period at fourth block. So I have some time if I have anything I want to write. I just kind of use that time to write. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think it's I think it's great that you're so passionate about it. And it sets a good example for. other other teenagers or you know kids around your age like it, it, it is possible if, if you want it bad enough you can sit down and make it work but it, it is a lot of work especially if you know if you're going to school full-time and working oh, absolutely. a job Oof, you are so busy <laughs> busy yeah it's but it's fun though i enjoy it are you one of those that um like while you're sleeping, do you have like a notepad and if you think of something do you get up and write it down in a sense i some it's like I remember my my dreams sometimes. Like I just I recently just wrote a short story about a dream that I had, and I thought it was really weird. But usually when I wake up, I'll like write something down if, if I think about something or something like that. But honestly, it, it it just comes and goes. It's not really consistent, but it does happen. Yeah, yeah. I was just kind of wondering. Um, yeah. And um, any do you have any anyone that inspires you other than Stephen King? I think you mentioned a couple other authors. Uh, definitely a lot of uh, older authors, but also my dad. My dad is a part-time journalist, and um, any like grammar question or like writing uh, technique question I have, I usually ask him because he he's like the expert. He's my my expert, pretty much. Yeah, you you've got some pretty. I mean, like very extremely details. I love this about the book because it helps me to actually get a visual. I'm a movie person, not mm-hmm. as a book person. So it's good to have those fine little details in there because it can help me kind of picture the story in my mind while I'm reading it. So kudos to you on that part. For Thank sure. you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what, um, anything, do you have any questions for him, Mike? Now, well, now that you have published this book, uh, what's your uh, feedback? What response are you getting from the people that are reading it? And also, have you connected with other authors now or authors around you um so i've definitely gotten mostly from my friends and family i've gotten a lot of positive feedback and it makes me feel really good but also i remember at my book signing i had some people come from neighboring towns i had some people from gallatin some people from white house they saw uh my facebook post and they like saw me on the news when i was on the news in april and they came to the book signing and like i met them and they were like wow this is really cool and uh, I can't believe a 17 year old wrote a book. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's always been a passion of mine. And like they, they were, I met some really cool people and stuff like that. And I think the most of the Amazon reviews and things that people have told me in person have been pretty positive. I mean, besides like some grammatical errors or something like that, but other than that, it's been pretty positive. Yeah. Very I cool. read your reviews earlier today and I was like, wow, like you've gotten some really, really great reviews on there. And you can tell that, you know, some of them aren't, necessarily friends and family they just read the book and loved it right that's that's a pretty big deal that's awesome Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry what was your second question Uh, my second question is uh have you connected to any other horror authors now that you're published and out there um not necessarily uh i have friends who are uh writers like school friends but i haven't really met any uh like adults like professional writers but Mm -hmm. i would love to meet some 
I think yeah. they're super cool and I, I envy them because they, um, they write some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Have you ever done any writing, Mike or no just <clears throat> reviews? You just wrote, you just wrote reviews, right? Reviews? Yeah. Didn't you write reviews for Tennessee horror or am I just, Oh, that up? oh I did write a few, yeah, a few of those. <laughs> no, I, I, I have written books too. I have about seven or eight books that oh, I wrote really? back in the day. Yeah. Uh, poetry, lyrics i used to play and uh, sing in bands um and and some short stories i did actually have one book that had a f- quite a few horror short stories in it but uh it's it's not really uh i haven't done that in years but yeah i did about seven or eight of them really that's cool you almost have to be you almost have to be a writer before you can if you write a movie <laughs> you have to come up with the script so um yeah it helps. Mike, for yeah. you how you did you start with did you start with writing books and then went to film Is that how it's uh I, yeah i started just writing poetry yes poetry and and then again with with the band singing writing lyrics those were the first two things i wrote and then i just accumulated so many of them and i was like i'm just going to publish these things and uh just kind of went on from there and then eventually i wrote some short stories and uh and then I probably would have continued doing that sort of stuff, but then I got into writing scripts, screenplays, and making movies. So, yeah. Look, see, yeah. Drake, that's going to be your next thing you know, you'll be writing screenplays and directing movies. You never know. <laughs> I have tried to write a screenplay once. It didn't, it didn't go well. <laughs> it didn't go well? <laughs> no. It's not hard to believe. Why? Like, why? <laughs> why? Enlighten me. I think the, the story that I had planned out wasn't, um, it wasn't really salvageable because I, it was, it was almost like, like a little thought as I just, just kind of wrote a little bit and I was like, mm, this isn't really going to go anywhere. It was, um, I was trying to write a screenplay for like a, like a mob mafia, um, movie. And I like had the characters lined up and I had the story planned out. And then I was just kind of like, this doesn't really make any sense to anybody besides me. So I just kind of quit. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a thing. I believe that I would be the person that would write something and no one else would understand it but me. So I just, I just right. I just, yeah, I've done that so many times. Yeah, I'll just stick to acting. <laughs> let, <laughs> let you guys, let the professionals do all the writing. <laughs> yeah. But don't give up on that. Try if if don't give up on it just because the first time didn't work out. I mean, no, yeah, I, I definitely, want, I definitely, I definitely want to try again. I just want to. I have to have the good idea first. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Are you are you a senior or a junior? I am a senior. You are I am a senior. Yes. Oh, awesome. So do you have do you have plans um after you graduate? Um well I applied to University of Tennessee in Knoxville and uh, I hope to hear from them soon. They, if I get accepted, um I hope to major in finance and minor in uh, probably creative writing or English or something like that. Nice. Okay, awesome. When do you find when do you find out if um you got accepted or not? Uh I hope the middle of December. That's what everybody else has been saying. All of the people that I know that have applied, they said that it should be around the middle of December when they announce it. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so you got some exciting stuff that you'll have to um let me know. I'm sure your mom sure your mom will tell me for sure. She'll be Oh yeah, she will. Man, oh my gosh, you're gonna so you're gonna move away. That's kind of sad because you're you're I'm in Nashville. You're in Hendersonville, which is just um like we're in greater Nashville. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, have you ever lived, you've ever lived anywhere else other than, uh, I lived Nashville? in, I lived, uh, yeah, I lived in Hermitage, uh, until I was 10 and then I moved to Hendersonville. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. greater Nashville. So that'd be a big change, but Knoxville's a great yeah. city. Um, Mike and I actually worked, um, um, a convention there. It was, it was creepy con. So mm-hmm. they have a, they have a horror convention in Knoxville once a really? year. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, um, when is it? There August? Was it August, Mike? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll have to um, check that out. You know, it's if cool. you could end up in Knoxville for sure. Yeah, I hope. To, I hope to. And, and something. I mean, it'd be something else. You should check out some conventions. It might give you an opportunity to sell some of your books. Absolutely. Yeah, I've. I actually thought about that before. My dad brought that idea up, and I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a really great idea. Yeah, for sure. Okay, awesome. Um, Mike, do you have any? I know I'm just such a talker. Sometimes I'll talk over Mike. Do you have any more? <laughs> anything else for Drake? Uh, no, I, th- I think that's it. Uh, but anyway, so that's all I got. I got quotes. Yeah. So, Drake, we do this little fun thing. I don't know if you've listened to our podcast or not, but we have this um, fun thing we do. Um, we do horror movie quotes. So, basically, uh-huh. Mike's going to rattle off a movie quote, and you and I um, have to try and guess it. Okay. Cool. Are you down to play that game? I am down. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll try to go easy on you, but. Um... All right. Someone may be a little bit. He says that he's bullshit. He's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how, how your knowledge of horror cinema is. All right. Number one. Here we go. It's so easy to create a victim, young lady. So easy. You lock someone in a dark room. They begin to suffer. You feed that suffering methodically, systematically, and coldly and make it last. Hmm. Is it a porn film? Uh, could be. I, I, I Sounds do, familiar. Do you know what it is, Dre? Is it, uh, is it Martyrs? It's Martyrs. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is it a porn film? I was like, film? you. You better get that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, is it a porn film? And it's funny because you actually read that in subtitles. But have you seen that movie, Drake? I have not seen that movie. Okay, put that one on your list. but Or maybe I wait mean, a little bit longer. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just remember when you're white. So, Martyrs is all-time favorite horror movie um, of all time. It's it's definitely up there. It's my favorite. But just remember, our podcast is about extreme horror movies. Yeah. So, just know that going in, um, know that going into the movie that it isn't subtitles. It's a foreign movie, but it is everything about it's just beautiful. I think. I have to check it out. I I do. I've been I've learned to appreciate four films uh, more recently. Yeah. Any uh, any particular ones? Any particular ones? Um, let's see. Um, there's this movie I watched a few months ago. It's called Come and See. It's a, it's this um, oh, what? I think it's like this German war movie from the 80s. It's very interesting. It's very dark. Very sad. But it was actually really good. Okay. And Come and yeah. See. Okay. Cool. Come and okay. See. Yeah. Come and See. All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Here we go. Number two. When the music stops. You'll see him in the mirror standing behind you. Oh, that, that, that one sounds familiar too. It does too. It, it totally does. When the mu- what is it? When the music stops, that's like a famous, that's like a quote. When the music stops, you'll see him in the mirror standing behind you. When the music stops. Um, oh my God. I have this like on the tip of my tongue too. All right. Drop a hint. Well, there's a woman. She's looking in this mirror. There's a music playing, this little music box. Yeah, see, that's what I'm picturing in my head is a music box. Um, it'd be like, like one of. It's not one of the Hellraisers. It's um. Oh my um, God, is it about a? It's a. It's about the um. Oh my God, who who acts in it? It's the um, couple where they get the box and they get wishes or something. 
Uh, no, you're not right, but... Well, shit, okay. <laughs> Drake, do you have anything? Help me out. Uh, I, I don't think I have anything. This uh, sounds so familiar, but I don't I don't know what it is. There's a house that's haunted. Is it um, a house on a haunted hill? No. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, that was the first thing that came to my head. I'm like, a haunted house? Okay. Play a game of hide and clap. Oh, it's oh, um, oh, is this um, is this the Conjuring? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Conjuring. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know it. what's funny is I don't remember that from the movie. I feel feel like I do, but I I don't. I've seen it several times. Which but... part? Which part? The part about the music? About the yeah, the, yeah. I don't remember that from the movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's oh, it's the, the little oh, the little boy that um, she finds that little music box down in like the trap door or whatever, in the in in between the walls, right? The little ghost boy's <sighs> boy. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll give it to you. All right. Number three. Ready? Yep. Yeah. Roses are red. Violets are blue. One is dead, and so are you. I was like, that sounds like my little thing about my blue hair. Uh, <laughs> um. When did this, when did this movie Stephen, come out? Is it a Stephen King movie? It's not a Stephen King movie. It's a Canadian movie. It came out in the 80s. Pretty sure. 80s. Okay. Um, just think about the context. Roses are red, violets are blue. Where do you hear that kind of stuff? Uh, that's like... like a, It's a, a poem, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oh shit! Um, 80s, 80s. Uh-huh. God, that's not one that this didn't even narrow it down. I mean, <laughs> like all the best horror movies are from the 80s, so or a good majority of them are. Um, Drake, do you know this one? He said Canadian. I'm like, oh man. Oh, um, okay, early 80s, mid 80s, or late 80s. Early eighties, early eighties. Okay, is it is it famous? No. Oh, roses are red. Say it again. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. One is dead, and so are you. One is dead, and so are you. It's fun. I mean, I mean, isn't there like a? This is so stupid. This isn't it. There's a. I mean, first, my first thought, I was like a Stephen King movie because there's Rose Red, but that's not it because that's mm. not from the 80s. I mean, there's a movie, there's a movie called Roses Are Red, but I feel like that's way older than the 80s. Um, mm. any, any other hints you could give? There's a minor in the movie. Oh, is it Val- Val- Valentine? Valentine's Day? Uh, you're, you're warm. <laughs> What's it called? I said, um, I said Valentine's Day. That's not it. Is it my bloody Valentine? Sorry. It's my, it's my bloody Valentine. Dude, yeah. I, oh. I said Valentine's Day. There is okay. a Valentine's Day movie. I'm just saying. I can't believe it took me that long. I don't remember the quote from the movie, but it makes sense. Roses are red. Have you seen that one, Drake? Uh-uh. The title does sound familiar, though. I think I've heard of it. That's a good one. It, um, there was also a remake of it. Yep. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what I heard about it. Heard about it from. I think yeah, the remake. 
uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's fun to watch it. And they have it in 3D. It's pretty fun to watch in 3D. Just yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I watched it in 3D too. I was pretty good actually. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't uh, too let down by it. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four. Here we go. I get this ache, and I thought it was for sex, but it's to tear everything to fucking pieces. <laughs> Um, that sounds like something I quote on a daily basis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, I get this take for sex, but I thought it was for sex, but it's to but it's to tear everything to fucking pieces. It's to tear everything in fucking pieces. Okay. Um, um I don't know if I know this one. Okay. Drake, do you have anything or do you want to hint? Uh, this does not sound familiar at all. <laughs> okay. It's hard. It's hard. I love movie quotes, but I'm like, as we play this, I'm like, oh my God. It's it's, yeah, it's like it's like someone quoting a book back to me like that I read like recently. I'm like, I don't remember that. Because it just kinda like it just kind of flies over you sometimes. So this is another Canadian film. Is um, it is it about is it about werewolves? Ooh, okay. All right. Is the is the um oh my god what's it called is one of the characters named bridget oh uh, okay <laughs> what's is the it name ginger it? is it ginger snaps yep there you go, i cannot believe i got that okay okay Good job. I sit there i sit there and took me a minute i was like okay so, okay but she, okay <laughs> want to tear everything in pieces i lo- love that movie love Good that movie. movie um what's the what's the uh what's her name ginger no, her real name. Uh, Catherine Catherine Bella or something. Yeah, she's Catherine. bloody. She's bloody Mary, right? Yes. She's been in like a ton of horror movies. I'm like, oh my god, she's such a great actress. Really mm-hmm. good. That's a good one. That's a good one to um to watch. Drake is Ginger Snaps and even Bloody Mary is one of my favorites. I love it. Love that movie. I've seen it so many times. So many times. Love it. But I okay. yeah, I definitely have. I definitely have some homework. I got. I got watch all these movies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go last one number five all right you start to play it and it's like somebody's nightmare then suddenly this woman comes on smiling at you right seeing you through the screen um um wait see it was really long sit one more time sure you start to play it and it's like somebody's nightmare. <laughs> then suddenly, this woman comes on, smiling at you, right? Seeing you through the screen. Is this Poltergeist? No. Oh. I was thinking like the ring, but I don't. <laughs> the ring! Oh, it is, is the, the ring. ring? Oh, oh, okay, sweet. I was like, okay. Oh, I just watched this movie it. the other day. I can't believe I didn't get it. The ring. Yeah, I thought well, the word it makes sense. Like that's a good movie quote. It makes it makes sense. It goes with the movie. You so. said screen, and I was like poltergeist question mark. <laughs> that, that would that would have been the next next logical guess though. Yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's quotes. Cool, awesome. Well, I think I think that's all we have for you, Drake. Um, so you can check check out Drake's movie four forty six p.m. on Amazon. And if if someone wanted to go and follow you on um, social media, are you you're out there on social media? Can you be found out there? Uh, yes, my Instagram is drakedyer05, and I think the same for my Facebook. Okay, all right, awesome. We'll yeah, to go, very cool. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll check you out. Well, thank you for coming on. It was a great talking to you. Absolutely, yeah, thank man. you guys for having me.
Yeah, man. Good luck with all your future endeavors, man. Thank you. Keep very on much. running. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. Bye, all right, Drake. you too. Y'all, y'all have a good night. All right. You too. All right. That was Drake Dyer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. He's like super inspiring to you know uh, kids his age, right? He he just makes me want to take a nap. I I swear he's just doing too much stuff. Like he's naming off all these things he's doing. I'm like, I you know what? I by the time he's done all that, I've done like one tenth of that you know um, <laughs> so. i there are so many times where because you know i have a teenager also and she just jumps around she's full of all this injury i'm like oh my god i wish i had that energy <laughs> but yeah two jobs school and then writing writing on the side right. just whenever he gets a chance is right see to me Right. It, it is. But, you know, I, I do remember those times that when you're young and you're so prolific in your writing, you just have to get it out. It's just, it's just, you know, it, it's just coming out of you, you know, out of your pores almost, you know. So I, it, it's a very cool time and he's taking advantage of it, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you probably relate a lot to that being a writer yourself. And um, for me, for me, I'm constantly dancing around the house and acting. I will tell you mm-hmm. that. That's all yeah. I got for you. Yeah, hey, that works. That works. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, no. Um, okay. Uh, I got some macabre melodies and that's it. Sweet. Here. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Here we go. Carolyn or Caroline? No, he said, if I cut off your arms and I cut off your legs, would you still love me anyway? Oh, but he didn't say a chick's name in there? He did not, no. Oh, shit. I really thought I really thought that. I heard that. It's like, oh, like, yeah, it's good. And he's like, I'll cut off your arms. I was like, cut off your <laughs> legs. I was like, oh, shit. That went dark pretty quick. <laughs> I'm not familiar no. with this one at all. He didn't say uh, any girl's name, but there is a girl that's the name of the song. Uh, if you recall, I, I, last time on the podcast, I was talking about a movie that I watched recently. I rewatched, uh, and the movie was called Boxing Helena. Yeah. And that was, it was about uh, a guy who cuts off a girl's arms and legs. And this song is about that movie. And it's by the Misfits. Uh, and they call, it's called Helena. And uh, yeah, it's on their album, Famous Monsters. And the Misfits are notorious for taking movie titles and quotes and stuff and making them into songs i love that about them too yeah that's awesome yes, yes but i'm yeah. wasn't familiar with that one though so it's okay. yeah it, it's a very good one I, I really enjoy it here we go number two Thank you. 
his his from a movie, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be in a movie. Is that's so? It's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty charming little song. Uh, the song is called Dracula's Wedding. I thought you know what's funny. I thought it was from, I can't even tell you the name of the movie because it was just dumb. It was Eddie Murphy that was in a vampire movie. Oh, Vampire in Brooklyn? Yeah, that was like, for one, I thought it was, I didn't like it. Um, I thought it was dumb, but I thought that's what it was from. I, I mean, I, I don't think it is, but it could have been. I don't, I don't think it's that old, though, to be honest, but it could have been. Anyway, the band is Outcast. Uh, Like, like Equimina? Like big, boy, <laughs> like big boy and Andre. Yep. yep, yep oh, okay. I should have known that. Um, what album is that from? Speaker box. The love. Oh, the shit. I have that. I have that shit down. <laughs> that one though. That's. Fun. I'm going back and looking it up. What's the name of it? Dracula's wedding. Dracula's wedding. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. There you go. All right. You ready for one last score? Yep, I'm ready. Here we go. Okay, so I definitely feel like I've heard this one before. I know um, you have. Um, yeah, I know. It's and it's it sounds kind of erotic, sort of. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Am I on the right path? You are on the right path. Okay. Um Yeah, I shit. I mean, damn it. Um yeah, because yeah, I know, I, I know I've heard this. Got it, 100%. Mm-hmm. So, can you throw me some some hints or something? <laughs> it's from the 80s. Okay. Okay. Is there... I There's a movie that comes to my head, and you can tell me, I mean, maybe I'm... I don't know. I, I keep thinking, like, Night of the Demons. That's not no. it. No? No? no. no. Okay. Um, 80s mood does not narrow it down. All right. So it's, okay. it's, um, it's, there's, there's a horror host in it. Okay. Um, well, fuck me. Let me think. Hold on. Um, 80s movie, erotic, and there's a horror host in it. Mm-hmm. Got vampires. Mm. I'm tired. I can't think of what it is. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't think of it. The fearless vampire killer. Which one? Oh, oh, he's in my bedroom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I don't. No, no, vampires. Eighties movie. With a horror host? There, well, there is a horror host. That's part of the theme of the movie. Yeah. 
uh, both part one and two. Oh, see, that's another hint right there. Part one and part two. Look, everybody that's listening to this is probably like, Bridget, this is, you can't get it. You can't figure it out. What is it? You know, <laughs> everybody's probably laughing at me on this one. It's, um, <clears throat> a, guy, a guy has a neighbor move next door and he's very suspicious. Oh, it's Fright Night. Fright Night. Welcome you to Fright had to, Night. You had to like damn near spell it out for me. Like that was <laughs> bad. I was like erotic. It's erotic. Erotic. I didn't think of the horror host. I think threw me off a little bit. Well, Peter Vincent, the horror host. Yeah, I, that, I, I, for, I forget about. I forget about him. That's a. That's a good. That's a really. That's a good one. Did yeah. you? I'm just curious. Did you like the remake of it? The remake wasn't too bad. I mean, I, I don't like it nowhere near the first one, but it was. I don't. Her host guy in the remake, but um, the rest of it was okay. I didn't hate it, um, but no, it doesn't hold a candle to, to the first one. I don't think. The original. The whole, my own, my biggest issue with Fright Night, the original. I think about this shit every time, and people are going to call me super lame right now, but the um, your the main girl, you know, the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? What's so special about her? Her damn hair. Oh. <laughs> her hair gets on my nerves. I'm like, she might be cute. She had a different haircut or something, a different mm-hmm. hairstyle. But that's mm-hmm. always been like a thing. I'm like, really? What's yeah. so special about her? Do you think she looked better when she got vamped out and her hair got all permed? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Gave her a little gothic look there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. right. What about the, the remake? Do you like it or no? It was it was okay. It was okay. I'm kind of like you, the um, the horror host. No, um, I did think um, the vampire was kind of hot. <laughs> Colin, Colin Farrell, yeah, he did a pretty decent job. Uh, honestly, he, he, was, he was he was pretty he was pretty hot. Um, and the little nerdy kid, I can't remember his name. He's been in like a is he? It's funny because he usually plays in comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't. I can't the, he was in the movie Role Models. What I can't. Yeah, I, yeah I, I know you're talking about. I don't know his name. Um, I was like, oh, he's that's cool. He's kind of brought in his horizons and do like a horror movie. I mean, it wasn't scary or anything, but I mean, I I didn't right. hate. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. I can't say that I hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's all I got for you. All right, sweet. All right, you got anything else? Not until next time. Okay, and until next time, Bridget, My, stay, stay hardcore. You stay hardcore. <laughs> All right. Until next Later. time. Bye. Right. Bye. Wow. It's hardcore. Nothing harder. Hardcore Horror with Mike and Bridget is a part of the Tennessee Tennessee, 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 Tennessee Horror Podcast Network.